0: Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Salem used to be a California company. It's not anymore. It's a Texas company now. And lots of people have left Texas, uh, California for Texas and Florida because California's fallen apart. One person who stayed is Lonnie Chen. Lonnie and I used to be colleagues on the Salem editorial board, but when Lonnie decided to hang up the hat of editorial and public policy whiz to run for office as controller of California, he left the editorial board. He is in the trenches. He is trying to save California. Lonnie Chen, welcome. I have to begin with the Pointer Institute headline, The Staggering $163 billion in Pandemic Unemployment Waste and Fraud. That is a staggering amount of money. I'm sure California is responsible for at least 10 percent
1: of that. Uh, Unfortunately, Hugh, it is. Uh, California is actually responsible for anywhere between 20 to 30 billion dollars of unemployment insurance fraud. And uh, unfortunately, it's one of those things where when you look at what happened, it was an entirely preventable fraud. Uh, Now, certainly in California, I don't know about elsewhere, but in California, it was entirely preventable And a lot of it had to do with, frankly, boneheaded decisions during the start of the pandemic, but also just a lack of willingness to make the kinds of changes in our state that are needed in order to protect taxpayers. And it comes down to basic technological, basic systems changes. We had an unemployment insurance fraud that happened because the state was literally uh, sending unemployment insurance checks to people in prison, people on death row, uh, people in uh, China, in Russia. The money went all across the world, uh, and the last place that it needed to go, which is to Californians who actually needed these benefits, uh, unfortunately, those are the folks who didn't get these benefits. So uh, it's a major travesty. It's one that people refuse to talk about time and again, and it's something that we have to get fixed.
0: Lonnie, you're, you're one of the most respected public policy intellectuals and lawyers in the Republican Party and have been for two and a half decades. You teach at Stanford Law, you're at the Hoover Institution. The first question out of the box, uh, and your, your website is Your, I think I got that right. And your your Twitter handle is Lanhi Chen. Why would you leave a comfortable, I mean, wonderful job guiding policy to try and become the controller of a failing state? <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you know, I, I think, Hugh, the, the short answer is the only way that uh, we can have impact in terms of actually making a difference and improving the situation in in California is to be willing to jump in and to be willing to try and get some of these changes that we've talked about, some of the ways that we can make state government work better for people uh, and actually go in and try and change the system. And And that's what I'm trying to do. Running for state controller It is the chief financial officer of the state of California. It's the person who's supposed to give taxpayers accountability for every single dollar this state spends. Uh, and, and, you know, there was only so much longer, Hugh, I could kind of sit and say, all right, look, look, here's good public policy. I'm going to write about it. I'm going to try and convince other people to do it. At some point, you have to kind of say, you know what, I'm going to toss my head in the ring and try and figure out how do we make this state better. Uh, I grew up in California, spent a lot of time here over my life. I've lived here for the last nine years since moving back here with my wife and our family from the East Coast. And I see just how much of a management disaster this state is. And the controller's role is fundamentally about accountability. It's about transparency. It's about good government. And these are the kinds of things I believe that I can make a difference in. So, yeah, you know, it, it is stepping away from a career and a life that, I, that I've that i loved and, and hope to go back to at some point. But the reality is to have an impact, you have to step into the arena, and that's what we're doing.
0: Now, Lonnie, a lot of Steelers fans listen. They do not understand what a controller is or a chief financial officer. Would you explain what the job does? How big is the office? It's been held by Democrats' hacks for decades. What, yeah. What's it do?
1: How do you change it? Well, think about the controller's office in California as the fiscal watchdog. Your job is to basically look at spending and say, is the money being spent the way that we're told it will be? The controller's Office, believe it or not, he has 1,400 people working in it, 1,400. And and it's the job. It's an independent statewide office. So you don't report to the governor. You don't report to the attorney general. You have your own independent constituency. And really, it's your job, first and foremost, to defend taxpayers. I don't know if other states have this role. Some states do. Some states don't. But in California, we have $300 billion of spending a year. Somebody has got to be there. To watch after how this money is spent and so this watchdog role is really critical and unfortunately for too long you've had watchdogs who are lapdogs you have people who instead of really trying to get after how money is being spent they are sort of responding to the sacramento insiders they're responding to the powers that be by saying yes sir yes ma'am as opposed to asking the critical question of why and, and i just think you know it's time for that to end given how much money is spent in california and given the fact, you you know, California is the only state in the country where we do not have complete line-by-line visibility into how our money is spent. Even in Illinois, you've got some listeners in Illinois where former governors are sitting in prison. They have more transparency than we do in California. It's unacceptable for as innovative and as large of a state as California is. Lonnie, let, let's use the unemployment scam
0: because it's so st- – it's $20 billion. I, what, what you could do with $20 billion – in California is maybe build some desalinization plants so we don't have a lack of water. Maybe you add more fire protection crews so we don't lose homes in Laguna Niguel. Maybe you have all-story, you know, a revamped K-8 through that's not ideological. There's a lot that could be done. How would the controller have stopped that from
1: happening if it had been Lanhee Chen? Well, the first thing we would have done is we would have realized, because this is a problem that was identified, uh, in fact, 10 years ago. When we talk about our unemployment insurance system, uh, investigators here in the state of California found during the Great Recession back in 2008, 2009, that the system was built on a technological backbone from the Vietnam War era. Uh, in, In fact, the programming language that sits on the back end of our unemployment insurance system is programmed in COBOL, uh-huh. A programming language where we literally do not have engineers who can actually work with this language anymore because nobody knows about this thing. This thing is so antiquated and so old. And even then, 10 years ago, we were warned, if you don't upgrade this system, you're going to have a massive fraud on your hand. And so one of the first things the controller should have done was to say, you have to make these systems improvements. You have to go... And, and there were very specific changes that were identified by the California State Auditor. We actually have a state auditor that is responsive to the legislature here in California. The auditor made recommendations 10 years ago and said, hey, you've got to fix this. And so the first thing controllers over the years should have done is to say, you've got to get this program fixed because if you don't, you're going to have a massive fraud on your hands. And sure enough, that's what happened. So this was an entirely preventable fraud, Hugh, For all the people who said, and I've heard all the excuses, okay, oh, the pandemic was awful. There was no way we could have kept up with this. We had to get the money out the door. It's like there's no question the start of the pandemic was an economic calamity. But you could have fixed this before we faced this challenge when times were good. Who was looking out for the California taxpayer? The answer was absolutely nobody. So the controller can make a huge difference in terms of identifying challenges holding leaders accountable and policymakers accountable for making those changes and following up and making sure that somebody's actually defending taxpayers, which nobody's doing right now.
0: Uh, Lonnie Chen, Michael Schellenberger, has been my uh, guest on this program, the author of San Francisco. He's a progressive who has just had it with the wasted money on homelessness. Now, I have spent time with Judge David Carter at Orange County who's trying to remedy the L.A., There have been billions of dollars voted for by California taxpayers to address homelessness, and still that crisis burgeons. It explodes. It gets worse every time I visit. Does the controller have a role in seeing that that money gets spent on actually uh, housing people?
1: Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, this is an issue. When I go uh, around this state, in fact, I'm I'm headed down to Southern California later this morning. Uh, it, It is the principal issue. When I talk to people down in L.A. County, Orange County, San Bernardino County, Riverside County, they see the homelessness challenge has gotten so much worse. And here, here's the, the sad part of it, Hugh. The state of California has allocated over $20 billion to homelessness over the last couple of years. And in the city of Los Angeles, as an example, there is one program that has spent $800,000 per homeless individual, per unhoused individual, to try and house them. And the program... The, the, the evidence in terms of the reality of how well the program is done is there for everybody to see. You look on the street, $800,000 per homeless person. The, the problem has not gotten better. It's actually gotten worse. And so uh, the, the controller's role, first of all, is in auditing homeless spending. The controller can audit any program of state government at any time for any reason or any program of local government. That uses state money. You talk about K-12 education. That's an area the controller can audit. So with the homeless is spending, the first thing we've got to do is get in there and figure out where's the money actually being spent. There's so much money sloshing around that nobody actually knows where the money's being spent. And then the second thing we need to do is we need to move to performance-based auditing. What does that mean? We need to look at each program and say, how well is this program doing? Let's assess it against what the stated goals of the program were so that taxpayers know, are we getting a good deal or a bad deal? In the case of homelessness, this is a human tragedy. It's not about fiscal policy. It is, I mean, I guess at some level it is. But it's about what are we doing to help people who actually need help? Are we providing them with the behavioral and mental health interventions necessary? Are we really thinking about how it is we get them off the streets as opposed to just saying, hey, let's put up housing and worry about this challenge later? So we've got a, a bunch of things in California we could be doing better, but the, but the reality is nobody is actually looking after whether this money is being spent or whether we're just sending good money after bad. Lonnie Chen is
0: running for controller in California. I have a two-part final question, Lonnie. We've got about a minute and a half. First of all, it's an open primary. You've got to get to the final two on June 6th. Ballots are already in people's possession. How does a center-right conservative get to the final two? Number two, 1,400 employees. Will they follow after years of inactivity, can you mobilize them? Can you energize them? Can you lead 1,400 career California
1: bureaucrats to get going? You know, Hugh, I believe we can. I think there's some good people working in the controller's office. We've got a lot of people who have specialty in audit, who understand how to oversee programs. It's about good leadership. It's about strong leadership, and that's what I intend to provide. So, yeah, I, I do think we can get there. And I also think we can work with the private sector. Public-private partnerships work in California We haven't seen that as much, but we're going to do that, and we're going to bring that to the fore. In terms of how we win this thing, look, the primary looks very good for me, Hugh. I think I'm going to be in that top two. I'm the only Republican running against four Democrats who divide the field, have regional constituencies, and are all, frankly, out of touch with California. They're more focused on social justice values in the controller's Office than competence in the controller's Office. And I think Californians now want competence. So for for those of your listeners who are in California – I ask you to support me, uh, return your ballot, go to my website. Hugh mentioned it earlier. We've also got a website at ChenForCalifornia, C-H-E-N-F-O-R, California.com. Take a look at what we're trying to do. Uh, And and if you're interested in helping out, please do volunteer for the campaign. We've got a a good final stretch here. But I'm confident that voters in California want change. They want an outsider to come in and bring accountability and transparency to California. And that's why I think we're going to be in that top two, and we're going to be very competitive. And I think we're going to win in November, Hugh. I think we're going to win the first statewide seat in California in 15 years. Uh, But I need your listeners' help to do it. So uh, hop on the website and join us. Chen for California.
0: Lonnie, keep coming back. Votes are already on people's kitchen tables. Fill them out. Lonnie Chen for controller. Chen for California. Thanks, Lonnie. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy.